0: Episode 11, Your Personal Reboot. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nahama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to this week's episode. I am recording this episode the day after Yom Kippur, the holiest day in the Jewish calendar. And around this time, uh, the new version of iOS was released, and I had some thoughts that relate iOS, iPhones, Apple, Yom Kippur, uh, and I just kind of wanted to share them. So before I start, I just want to apologize to all of the Android phone users out there. My understanding is that Google does release a yearly upgrade or new version, but that based on your phone manufacturer, you may or may not see all of those updates. So I'm going to be focusing on Apple, um, on iOS. But I still think that there's something to be gained from this podcast anyway. So. Keep on listening. So, around, like I said, around this time, every September, which is around Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, the high holidays, uh, the new version of iOS is released. Um, and as I was kind of upgrading all of my devices, my computer, my phone, um, my watch... Uh, I was kind of thinking a little bit about the upgrade um, and kind of maybe the meaning behind it. I tend to read into things, but but I thought there were some important kind of insights uh, that I wanted to share. So first of all, the new version of iOS is released once a year. Um, and I was thinking about the gift of Yom Kippur, the opportunity of taking a pause, stopping, and really giving ourselves kind of an upgrade in terms of checking in with where we're going who we want to become um, and really having that opportunity to reroute if we notice that we're off course um, but to really just upgrade to connect to who we can be who we think we can be um, the better versions of ourselves. Uh, And I think that it's just, you know, every year in the same way that every single year there's this new version of iOS, every single year we have an opportunity to really revisit um, and think about who we want to become, how we want to better ourselves, uh, and how to upgrade our own selves. And I, I just thought that that was really cool. The other cool thing that I noticed is that for every device that you want to upgrade to the new version, you have to plug it in. And I was kind of thinking about the essence of that. You need to be plugged into yourself, into your essence, right? We talked last week about chuva, returning to yourself, to your core. You have to be plugged into that in order to be the 2.0 version of yourself or the 3.0 version of yourself. So you can't do it from a place of disconnect. You have to stay rooted and you have to stay plugged in, plugged into your traditions, plugged into your values, plugged into the people that you love in your life in order to take that step forward. Um, And I just thought it was so interesting because if your phone is not fully charged and you're trying to upgrade it it just won't work you have to plug it into the source plug it into the electricity and that's when you're actually able to up level to upgrade um, and to reboot in a sense the other really cool thing about upgrading to the new version of ios is that you don't really know what all the upgrades are actually about it's a lot of small changes that you're kind of surprised about as they appear. For example, um, now with a new version, your watch can unlock your computer. I think that's in this version. Or your phone can unlock your computer or your watch, right? There are like all these cool new updates and features that you just kind of, notice as you're moving along your day and just doing your things. In other words, they're unexpected. Now I'm sure someone could get a list of all of the upgrades, but for me, it's so fun and exciting to notice all these small little upgrades and changes that enhance my experience and just make things a little bit easier. And I was kind of wondering like how that plays into our personal upgrades, how when we decide to make a change in our life, when we decide to take something on or to shift our focus or our priorities, how that brings about all these small and exciting changes that you didn't even expect. So for example, if you wanted to take on prayer and you started praying on a regular basis, then all of a sudden you feel more connected, you feel more excited to start your day if you want to start an exercise routine, right, where you're just getting in more movement in the morning, all of a sudden you notice that you're a little bit more optimistic, you're a little happier, you're starting off your day with vitamin D, outside looking at nature, um, and you notice that that's your time when you're thinking and you're just outside breathing the fresh air, Um, and that's a great start to your day. So you may notice that you're more creative, that you're more patient, Who knows? These are all exciting byproducts of the changes that you're making, of that reboot, um, of that upgraded version of yourself. And often it's not even things that you expect. So as I kind of notice the enhancements, as they kind of pop up, I was just thinking how cool that would be in our life once we upgrade ourselves on Yom Kippur and kind of decide that we want to be this next version of ourselves How cool it is to notice those changes uh, create all this positivity and this positive change that we didn't even expect. And finally, what my husband Ruben actually pointed out and added is that each change, these small changes that they offer with the new version, with the upgrade, are not really a big deal in of themselves. Each change is a small little enhancement. It makes a small difference. But over time, continually, as you implement them, they make a really big impact. So maybe the version of iOS 10 to 11 wasn't such a big difference. The jump from one to the next wasn't a big difference. But after 10 and after 11 and after 14, 13, 14, right? When you, when you keep moving up and then you compare the difference between 10 and 14, I don't even remember what number it is now, 14, 15, um, then you notice that difference. And we've talked a lot about change and cumulative change, how each small change doesn't need to be big. But it needs to be consistent. And over time, that really creates that bigger change that you want to see. So I just kind of wanted to share that. Um, Again, the yearly update, upgrade, right? We want to be doing this on a regular basis. We want to be plugged into our source. We can expect that there will be positive change that we didn't even think about, things that kind of pop up along the way that can be really exciting and wonderful, and to just remember that each change isn't a big deal in of itself, but cumulatively, we're really creating that bigger change that we want to see. I also want to just address Yom Kippur as a day where we are truly with ourselves, and I think I posted something about feeling our feelings um, recently on Facebook, but I want to elaborate a little bit here as well. Most of us are uncomfortable being. We are uncomfortable feeling the feelings that come with being a human. Um, and just today on a call with a client, I reiterated to her that we are human beings. Beings. We are not human doings. We have a tendency to do, 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 do. Why? Because we are action oriented people, but also because when you're doing, you're not being. You're not feeling. You're not experiencing the full gamut of emotion. And I think Yom Kippur offers us a unique opportunity, if not the only opportunity, to stop and just feel. In the coaching world, we use a term called buffering. Buffering is where you take actions that prevent you from feeling the feelings that you're actually feeling in the moment. You can buffer with food, you can buffer with social media, you can buffer with TV, you can even buffer with with work. So it's kind of throwing yourself into some kind of action, doing something, anything, so as not to feel the negative emotion that you're feeling. And on Yom Kippur, where our sole purpose is to connect to God, to connect to ourselves, to ask for forgiveness, to really evaluate our lives, where we are, what we've done, where we're going, there is no opportunity to buffer. We are not allowed to eat. We are not allowed to drink. We are not allowed to watch TV, be on our phones. We're not allowed to do anything other than pray, connect to God, and be in the moment. And when I reflect on the power of the day and the intensity of the day, The feelings that come up, the feelings of regret, the feelings of disappointment of who I wanted to be and how I didn't realize that potential. The grief over the things that I thought would happen and didn't happen, the people that I lost, the people who didn't survive from one Yom Kippur to the next, the people that were sitting in front of me in the synagogue the year before and are no longer sitting there. When you really allow yourself to feel To truly feel with no distractions, we're just standing there before God with no buffering whatsoever, nothing to protect us from those intense emotions. I truly consider that one of the greatest gifts that I could ever receive. Because during the year, we're so busy, we're running from one place to the next, we don't take the pause, we don't take those moments to stop and to truly connect and reflect and look inwardly and focus on our relationship with ourselves, our true essence, returning to that true essence, our connection with God, and what we want that relationship to look like. So while we can create a Yom Kippur on a regular basis, we have it once a year, but we can't do that every week. We can't do it every month. I encourage you to dedicate a time every week, every month, every few months, a time where you stop and you pause and you put away all your distractions and you focus all of your attention on connection, connecting to God, connecting to yourself, connecting to your purpose, and reflecting on where you are on your journey. Are you on the way? Did you take a detour? Do you need help getting back? Do you need to recalculate your GPS? Don't wait for once a year to be able to do that. It's an incredible opportunity, but what a missed opportunity to not do that in between. So pick whatever time feels most authentic to you, feels most realistic to you. Take that time, dedicate it to you, Put it in your calendar, maybe take it outside in nature, take a journal, and just be. Because remember, we're human beings and we're not human doings. We're really good at doing, we're not as good at being. I want to bless each and every one of you with an incredible year. A year where you take those opportunities to truly reflect on what's working on your life, in your life, what's not working, where you are, where you're going, and really be able to increase your connection to God, increase your connection to yourself, and increase the connection with everyone else in your life. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nehama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.